0: thedorkforest.bandcamp.com has probably 10 episodes that were done live They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. If you've run out of regular episodes, go over to ba- dorkforest.bandcamp.com and get some more. Other than that, I say this, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am in my living room with the most confident bitch you've ever met in your life. It's Lydia Popovich. That is right. Very confident
1: bitch. Coming at you direct.
0: Coming at you direct. This is uh, stand-up comic Lydia Popovich from San Francisco. It lives here in Los Angeles. We'll be hosting the Women Crush Wednesdays uh, on June 26th. That's true. If you're in LA, uh, come to that. You will have just missed her all over the Bay Area, but I will tweet true. about it prior. True. Um, so this is awesome uh, that you've come... Did you listen? You know what? I did. I oh, that's I, I didn't good. listen to all of it. No,
1: no. I listened, because I listened when it first came out. Right. Uh, for, just because I wanted to support my friend little Amy. refresher. Yeah. Go for it.
0: I just want to say, Lydia Popovich, by the way, is L-Y-D-I-A, Popovich, is spelled like Popovich, P-O-P-O-V-I-C-H. That's correct. That's it, dot com. And then at, on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Hater Tuesday, H-A-T-E-R, Tuesday.
1: You got it perfect.
0: There we go. Now uh, n- now that you've been introduced to the masses, yes. uh, you know a lot about Dolly Parton as I do. well.
1: I know an inordinate amount about <laughs> Dolly Parton. To
0: say that I know a lot is
1: probably a wild understatement. Like, I actually used to open up sets and occasionally still do depending upon what part of the country I'm in uh, and I say I have what's known as an unhealthy obsession with Miss Dolly Parton. I, used, oh, I have like go. a whole 15 minute, 20 minute... I won $400 once at a storytelling night talking about the first time that I went to Dollywood and how I knew that Dolly Parton was the center of joy in my life. <laughs> uh, I'm this obsessed is, with her. I will straight up admit I am, str- I there, am obsessed.
0: There are women your age. This is... This is what Since the Amy uh, Miller... Episode of the Dork Forest. I keep meeting because I have started listening to Dolly Parton. Good, you should be. Everybody should be. Everybody should be. Uh, You know, she is probably I don't know, maybe five, maybe ten years older than me. I don't know how old. Oh, she's a lot more older. She's seventy two years old. Oh, but she's a lot older. She's a lot older than you, Jackie. Twenty years, a little bit less than twenty years. So, um, but the, uh, I never like I didn't. I've never even seen Nine to Five. That's but, crazy. I know, but, but I, I get it. But get this: is uh, Amy brought over a copy of the best little whorehouse and left it with me? I think and that's, that's I so amazing.
1: I remember that actually. Of her being like, "Oh, well, that's funny because I have an extra copy," uh, which is hilarious because nice I'm the I'm the same way. I have several copies of things, and mm-hmm. I mean, I have a copy of the movie Rhinestone in my car right now. Right now, that I put into the DVD player in my car. So you can just listen to it? Yeah, yeah. No, I can watch it. Because I have like a little screen. I have like a little thing. It has a DVD. You're you're, you're driving. Well, uh, no, no, I'm when I'm parked and I'm oh. early for shows. Oh, you could just put it I in. I sit in the nice car soothing. or you go in and the show's running late and they're like, it's 45 minutes. I head out to the car. I have a nice little collection of DVDs. Pop in Pop <laughs> in rhinestone. Fast forward it to my favorite chapter. Watch a little performance footage of her and some rhinestones. Remember who the fuck I am. Fix some jokes. Go back in there and murder. It keeps me inspired. Oh my god, I want to grow up and be you. Dude. That is the fucking best thing ever. You have to have these little moments. Like That's honestly one of the reasons why I love Dolly Parton is because she truly taught me How to celebrate myself. Okay. How to loud myself as a treasure and a gift. Okay. How to articulate a brand around myself. Okay. How to figure out how to make my own road regardless of my gender. Okay. Like, I have a whole, I mean, I definitely want to talk about Dolly Parton and gender. That is something that is huge for me and it is fascinating and it's something that I've been diving really deep into on weird, like scholastic academic levels. (laughs) Like I'm reading a very proper book right now. What are you reading? Um, It's a book about Dolly Parton and gender. I'm going to mess Ooh, up the whole it. title. Um, let me look. I'm going to have to look at it and see. I have it. I have, I'm actually reading it and listening to it on an audiobook because oh, good. I like the repetition.
0: Yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, like it looking
1: you'll... at a lot of words, it's frustrating.
0: <laughs> okay. And I'm well, like, especially I one um, time. I don't. I have a hard time reading on a Kindle unless yeah. it's a reread. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I but... bought the physical book.
0: Well, there you go. So I have
1: the actual pages because I, I can't read on a device more than like an Instagram's
0: post worth. Right. Or or an article. I yeah. can scan an article. See, even
1: that? That's asking a lot. I'm like, <laughs> oh, let me print this out.
0: I'll read I it out. Lo- let me print it out. I do love to
1: print it out. I do that too. Yeah. I think that's when... Those of us who are around when the internet got and net it. Like yeah. if you were alive when the internet internet was invented, I couldn't say those two words at the same right. time. I feel like there's more of us that are like, Can I just print it out? Yeah. Is there a hard copy somewhere?
0: I need a hard copy. I don't I don't like people it. will send me things and they're like, Can you proofread this for me? And I was like, No. Uh, oh, I don't want to print it if, out. I'm out if, of ink. if you right, I'm not gonna <laughs> use my entire uh toner cartridge. If you print it out and hand it to me, I'll probably read it. Give you some. If notes. it's not t- too long. There's I'm a lot don't send me shit. That's the end of that sentence. Go yeah, ahead. I think
1: I was going to say, do, you're opening yourself up, Jackie. Do <laughs> exactly. not don't do it. Not. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't even own pens. That's what you need to say. Right now, she's just <laughs> rubbing her hand against That's a glass it. plate. That's it. Um, so the book is called Dolly Parton, Gender and Country Music. Oh. And it's written by Lee H. Edwards, which I am still to this day not sure if it's a man or a woman. Um, also, don't care. Don't care. I uh, just want to – it's a fascinating it dissection. It's a great So book. far, it's been amazing. It's an amazing dissection of – uh, country music, which is male dominated. I mean, all music is male dominated, but country right. music in specific has been male dominated forever. Women right. have never been on top of country music. That's not no, a thing. There, that's there's happened.
0: like three that are just around at yeah. all times. And I remember like Loretta Lynn yeah. and um a couple other
1: Tammy Wynette, Tammy Wynette,
0: and, and then Dolly Parton, and Dolly Parton. That's kind of
1: it. And then you move into the 80s, and you have Crystal Gale. right? Right. right. Then you move into the 90s, and that's when you start kind of like not listening to country music at all. Uh, <laughs> everybody decided to hate it again. Right, right. And then in the early 2000s, <laughs> it comes back and you have, you know, your good old Martina McBride's, you know, Off of the Back tails. is also a little bit of that bluegrass shit happening. Right. You know, you've got your Allison Krauss's. Okay. You know, and you know, there's, some, there's some stuff, you know. Yeah. And then you got your Glitzy and your Glammy and your uh, Miranda Lamberts, you know what I mean, your Faith Hills.
0: You might enjoy some country music in general.
1: I enjoy music Overall, okay. I am a across music the board. nerd, but certainly country music is something that I grew up with. Okay. And I know a lot about it. And I okay. also have a very catalogy brain.
0: Right. Well, that's what uh, I think that that'll help too. A catalog of names and, and sort of yeah. like what they're doing kind of thing where, where you can, if you can do that, were you really good at that match this with that, the one column yes. and the next? Yes. <laughs> very good at that. I'm terrible at that. Yeah. No, I'm really <laughs> so. good
1: with cataloging pairs and, and yeah. information. And there's also, I'm fascinated by trends I think I really believe like philosophically that everything has cycles and we we live in these cyclical natures the universe turns we turn in a circle blah 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 yeah so like everything that we as humans love has a cycle yeah so and you can kind of predict those cycles so I love looking at when I'm it's something that I'm into be it comedy be it music, right. be it food, right. you know what I mean? I will look into it and look at the trends and be like, oh, this is interesting because you can see these patterns.
0: Right. Because they, nobody they has repeating. original
1: ideas. And that's no. not bad. No. We can find new ways to present old ideas.
0: Right. And if people have forgotten those ideas, and mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the thing is, is, is it, it's like when people say that there are new jokes, you're like, well, if you make them personal, it doesn't matter if it's an old joke. Exactly. You've, you've made it your own. And exactly. it's fine. It's not going to hurt anybody everyone will be psyched and go, oh, that's that joke, but with that twist. Right. Good times.
1: And that's honestly what Dolly Parton is a master of. Yeah. She has figured out what she's good at and how to do it. What is she good at? She's good at fucking everything. But first and (laughs) foremost, she is great at business. Okay. Dolly Parton is a phenomenal business person. Okay. She has amassed a wealth that is mind boggling you okay. know most people when they think about women and, and women and, and wealth they think about you know oprah winfrey yeah you know what i mean they think about you know celine dion they right. think about sort of these massive levels and they're not really taking a look at the diversity in this breadth and the scope of business right okay most people you get into music you get into comedy you get into acting maybe you have like a you have a liquor right? Right. I make booze now. Oh, I bought a restaurant. Oh, I invested in a club. Oh, I did this. Dolly Parton has diversified tremendously outside of music. But even within music, just focusing on music alone, she has done something over the lifetime of her career that very few people in music have done, which has retained the publishing rights to each and every song she has ever written, in addition to retaining the composition rights, which means that she owns upwards of 75% of each of the songs that she's ever written which means that her royalty checks are real. Yeah, And when she licensed something, she gets paid twice. Wow. So the the only one I can think of is the Whitney Houston one. Yes, that's the most notable. And that okay. song has a great history. Yeah. Elvis tried to buy that song from her in the 70s. Outright. Outright. Okay. Did not want to give her any publishing. That was the deal. Said, hey, I want to buy this song from you, but I'm, I want you to sell me the publishing in addition to this. Right. And Dolly Parton said, you can fuck right off. <laughs> You can fuck all the way off. Right. You can record the song, but I, one hundred percent, I'm taking one hundred percent of my fifty percent share, and (laughs) if not seventy five percent. Yeah. Because that's the other thing too. People have recorded her songs because she writes the music and the lyrics. Okay. She can take fifty full percent ownership. Wow. And because it it goes what it's
0: it's music. People are getting paid for what writing the music, writing the the music, writing the lyrics, writing the
1: lyrics, performance of the music, performance of the lyrics. So there's four parts.
0: There's four parts. And
1: each, but and to make it more complicated, each of those halves is one hundred, right? Okay. So there's two hundred percent that's weird. being broken up. Yeah. And so if a person can in theory write the lyrics and perform the lyrics, yeah. and get that part and get zero on the writing the music. The writing the writing, music performing, you know, performing the music. The, or the performing the music. Yeah. Wait, I just huh. forgot what I said.
0: Right. So wait. Okay, let so um uh so let's say you're in a in a duo, right? Mm-hmm. Hall and Oates mm-hmm. write the song. Yes, they write uh, the song. They they as a as a duo, they write the song and lyrics, and then they perform it as a duo. Yeah, then they get all two hundred percent. Correct, but it could be broken down between them. Say Hall is better at the lyrics, then but Oates, Oates is
1: better, so it could be on the composition side. Hall gets seventy percent of that twenty five percent. Are you
0: using composition for lyrics?
1: No, composition. Well, yes, composition of lyrics. Okay. And then composition of music. Okay. Right? Okay. There's two parts of a composition. Right, right. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, and then there's two parts of what a, a performance. And then now,
1: Okay. <laughs> it's so confusing. It's right. It very much is. Which is why she's a freaking genius. Exactly. To okay. realize, because most people were like, oh, I don't need to worry about writing a song. Specifically, if we want to take ourselves back to the year 1950, mm-hmm. right? Anywhere between 1950 and 1965, right, is an era where there's something called being a songwriter. Yeah. And songwriters are not song performers. Nope. They're not song singers.
0: Yeah. My brother talks about this all the time. They He's are like, just
1: songwriters. They wrote
0: the songs and then people who could sing. Correct. Would sing and the people who could play the music would play the music. That is, that's yeah, and probably they would why fuck, there's 200%. Yeah,
1: and they would really fuck over the musicians because a lot of times what big studios would be doing, places you know like your Motowns, your Universals, would have a set number of session players. So in situations like Motown, they'd have like 12 guys that played all the instruments and those guys were on retainers. So they'd okay. get paid like – 1200 bucks a month let's say okay to come by and they would get called up to nine million times that month to come right. through and to play bass on this one song yeah and they would sign these waivers and said hey you're a paid session player and you are waiving your rights to the performance of this music ah. so that's why a lot of these songs that were recorded in the 50s to the 70s the musicians that actually wrote the songs and played yeah. the songs or maybe ad-lib something and actually changed a composition yeah have never seen a penny no dimes none. Okay. So, and women in particular were always just hired as backup singers. Yeah. And then rare occasional lead singing parts. And right. most of the time, women were given session fees to do that and were X out of their royalties. Ah. Dolly Parton started doing session singing. Yep. Started doing. Oh, songwriting. that's how she started that. Yes, when she started in her, you know, she was a little girl and she started singing. And then when she got into her teens and started realizing, oh, this is going somewhere, and moved to Nashville. Okay. That's where she first started getting her jobs was as a songwriter, as a singer, and, as a performer. And this is in,
0: in that time, in the fifties to the sixties. Yeah. Okay. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, this is an ad for Scentbird, which is a monthly perfume subscription service. That's right. And there's an exclusive offer just for Dork Forest Rangers. You get 50% off your first month today, which is $7.50, $7.50 for your first fragrance. You'd go to Scentbird.com slash Dork and use my code Dork for 50% off your first month. Uh, Scentbird is spelled S C E N T B I R D dot com slash dork, and you try your first perfume or cologne for $7.50. What you should know, uh, these are all authentic um, like brand names. These are not knockoffs, they're really fancy perfumes. So, just so you know, thanks to Scentbird for supporting the Dork Forest, and with this exclusive offer, uh, for rangers, you get 50% off your first month today. So seven fifty for your first fragrance. So I don't wear a lot of perfumes, but um, I have tried some and I kind of like them. I would like to smell pretty. Who doesn't want to smell pretty? So sometimes you're, and, and perfumes are very expensive, so you don't want a shelf full of half-used bottles. So they come in small, like, I think they're like what is it, 100, there's like 120 sprays per tiny bottle, which is more than enough. You can apply them four times a day for a month. That's uh, plenty, plenty of perfume. This one is called Thorn's Rose, and it's very pretty. It's kind of floral, and and I like it. I haven't been using it um, more than once a day, so it'll last even longer. Anyway, so with Scentbird, you get to, you find a way to have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. There's Tom Ford, Gucci, Versace, scentbird.com will keep you smelling good month after month. So, I have tried The Thorn's Rose and I have tried um Black Tulip, which was pretty great. It is uh they're both very they're not overpowering and cuz I like a light fragrance and you can mix and match with the different ones. It's a luxury fragrance subscription is what it is for perfumes and colognes. And you can try new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. There's 450 designer brands and there's Prada, there's Dolce and Gabbana, Cartier, Glossier, Calvin Klein. Try the brands you want and they're all the real deal, obviously. They are these are genuine made perfumes, they are not in any way, shape, or form, not the authentic actual perfume. Choose a perfume you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, enough to apply more than four times a day for a month. So, you guys, it's an exclusive order for rangers It's an exclusive offer just for rangers. You get 50% off your first month today. That's $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash dork and use my code dork for 50% off your first month. Scentbird is spelled S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash dork. Thanks a lot, you guys. Uh, Let's get back into the show. So now it's 1965, and she's a song songwriter and doing backup yep. lyric, backup singing, and she's just making session fees.
1: Yeah, and she's working with Porter Wagoner, who's one of the. Probably at that time, the most popular country singers. He had a show on television that was like the Porter Wagner Hour, where basically everybody who loved country music is going to be watching the Porter Wagner show. And he was known for having a series of girl singers. That was the terminology that was used, girl singers.
0: Right, which of course just makes you cringe.
1: And it it should have because he had a a real reputation for liking the girl singers. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, and Dolly Parton is famously one of the girl singers that told him to not, told him not to like her. But also, she was it was a non-issue for her, where she was like, "I'm not your girl. I am a girl singer, mm-hmm. but I'm not your girl." Right. And she was so popular, he had Couldn't. to make sure that just. And he also genuinely loved and respect her, and I think he saw how special she was. Yeah. And was like, I'm not going to do anything to mess this up.
0: Right. And this gal is gold. Right. And this is something that I think that that people need to learn in general and women in specific is that you have to remember to remind yourself that you are special and that you have to ask for the respect because the default is to not. Unfortunately, there are people in power who are often men Mm -hmm. who will just take advantage of of women or children or other men will take advantage of people. And so unless you're and 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 if you have self-esteem issues, you won't stand up for yourself. So that was uh yeah, and she's coming out of nobody standing up yeah, for themselves. She's coming exactly <laughs> like and she's Marilyn was, Monroe killed herself.
1: Completely. And <laughs> so. she's also coming from an incredibly poor background. I mean, we're talking, you know, one of a jillion kids in a four-walled cabin. In the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. Pilot's Knob? You know Knob, what I mean? Sharing shoes. Um, you know what I mean? She's from
0: Pigeon Forge. <laughs> Pigeon f- Pilot's Knob. Pigeon, Pigeon Forge. Forge, same difference in <laughs> Severe County. Severe. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah. she's this little she country old. chick. You yeah. know what I
1: mean? Which is part of I think, the reason why she was so bold because no one told her any better.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? She was well, there's one that of the youngers, too.
1: one of the youngest. She knew she was cute. She knew she she understood the power that her had. Held, yeah, and she didn't let that hold her back, Mm -hmm. and she wasn't afraid to take advantage of it and to lead with it. And that's one of the things about her that I think is remarkable that we're starting to celebrate now that we're stepping into a place where we can speak about femininity and we can speak about gender and how that influences power, and how ownership of your body and ownership of your energy should be unapologetic and yes. that female body should take up space and shouldn't apologize for it. Right. She's been doing that since the 1960s. She's been doing it before ladies were really supposed to wear pants, you know what I mean? Right, like right. she's been out here saying, "Hey, yes, I'm a striking looking woman.
0: <laughs> you are correct.
1: I am defying <laughs> gravity yeah. right now, just standing and existing. Right. You know, throw some sparkle on that. We're all dead. You know what <laughs> I mean? She's impossible <laughs> to photograph because she's too fucking sparkly. She's been that way since 1960. That's that's a feat. You know? Right, right. Um, and to be able to stand up to the most powerful man – in country music at that time, who's giving you your first shot, who's giving your entrance, who's ostensibly responsible for you building your immediate audience. She right. built her core audience on that show yeah. and then told him, I need to leave. Wow! I need to leave and I need to go and do what I need to do. The song I Will Always Love You is the song she wrote to Porter Wagner. Okay. That was her note saying, I got to go. Yeah, that was her resignation letter. Oh my gosh! (laughs) And then and turned that song into the largest grossing song and probably one of the most successful compositions of her entire life.
0: Okay, which she also
1: wrote on the same day as Jolene. Real life. Oh, that's
0: right. (laughs) Real (laughs) life fact that
1: she that shit blows my (laughs) mind. (laughs) I can't even imagine like writing. I've wrote a half of a good joke on one day, and it's been nine years. Right, you know what I mean? It's taken me forever, and it's like I'll find right. the other half of it. I can't imagine waking up before my coffee, writing I will always love you, yeah, and then being like I'm just gonna like do some laundry and walk around, and then oh jelly tell jelly and jelly, you know, and you're like oh that'll do, you know what I mean? Like we should all be so
0: lucky, right, right? You I know, mean, there's there's definitely, I mean, she's clearly a genius, and, yes, and. um But sometimes genius can get left behind because they also don't know how to speak up for themselves. And that's what she
1: learn how to do yeah. it fast and quick.
0: And then I bet you're being the youngest of what, thirteen kids? Yeah. A million. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, yeah, you gotta pipe up if you're gonna want seconds. You absolutely or, even or first. figure out how
1: to find them yourself. <laughs> yeah. Better yet, don't ask for seconds. Go find your own buffet. <laughs> which is what she did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: Where she was like, oh they can't provide for me. Let me go see what I can do, you know? Right. And then you go and you, you do it. She makes it happen. And the other thing she did is, you know, now you're busting out, you know, you've leaving this guy. Given right, what thing. year? Like uh, I think that 60? was 67. Okay. 66, 67. Yeah. To go and debark upon your own career. Yeah. And to start writing these songs. And Porter Wagner goes on to have a career and ends up getting to a point where he gets very sick. Um, He's not doing quite well. I think he had a little toot toot beat beat problem um, and ended up selling off his catalog actually. Oh. And selling away his publishing. And one of the other great pieces of lore is that Dolly Parton went back some 20 years later when... Porter Wagner is an old man and is, yeah. is getting ready to die and is dying. And he, she purchased back his catalog and gave it to him.
0: Oh my god!
1: And said, "You should have this. You should yeah. make sure that your family benefits from your work. Ev- all of the work that you've done. Right, I know right. why you did this. Doesn't matter what happened between us. Yeah, yeah. I will always love you. Here's your catalog <laughs>
0: back. Here's your catalog. Your grandchildren are going to get to go to college. Right? Yeah. Who does
1: that? Right. Who does? That? Who does that? Right." without no, nobody asked her to just no. something that she just did she just quietly heard. in the background and was like, you know what? This would be a good that thing. Is, to do. That
0: is the thing that I learned from the Amy Miller. Cause I've been paying more attention uh, since, And <clears> you know, and there was a, there was a, a Dolly Parton song in nine to five was in Deadpool two. Yeah. And, um, and then Dumplin came yep. out on the TV, all about Dolly Parton yep. as sort of the soundtrack to that TV show. So I think everybody your age, uh, freaking loves Dolly Parton no I think so too and I've also been
1: touting I've been talking about this a lot <clears throat> as we talk about trends is you know this I've been calling this the year of Dolly Parton um, okay because she has she does cycles too so she basically has two year generation cycles like as comics right yeah some of us want to put out a new hour every year yeah. some of us want three years some of us want one album a year one, right. al- ten, one album every ten years yeah yeah everybody has sort of these performance cycles Dolly does it in two years every two so years every two years she tours okay And she also records and releases an album every two years. And then in the meantime of that, she works on other things. So two years ago, she released um, a record, did a tour. It was called Blue Smoke. She went around and did all of that. And then this last two years, she's been working on various things. So she worked on Dumplin', bought the rights to that, decided to be a partner in developing that into there. She also sold and pitched rights – or pitched a series of shows to Netflix and successively sold a series of one-hour specials that they are going to be creating um, fictionalized movies based on the songs. So Jolene, for example, is going to be one of them where they're making a movie out of the song.
0: Like a Lifetime movie.
1: Yes. Or an after-school special. Yes. Um. She's also released since that <laughs> two years two separate Christmas specials that are very lifetimey. that were... Right. Direct to her market. Right. Um, She's also now, they're redoing 9 to 5. They're making a A a redo of that. She also launched or relaunched her um, musical 9 to 5 in London. It never went there. That was out here in 2008. Did you see it? I did. I went to New York and saw it. It was amazing.
0: Was it amazing? It was
1: incredible. (laughs) She's not in it. It's a whole thing, but it was still just fucking campy, great, right. gorgeous, super fun. Yeah, yeah, It was a great excuse to go to New York. And, like, <laughs> I have basically – the amount of money and time I have spent right. going to events. Like, people who know me well and inclusive of Amy will know, like, I've done some crazy shit. Like, yeah. I have an active season pass to Dollywood in my purse right now. I have Dolly dollars in my purse right now.
0: This is – <laughs> Do you have the season pass as well? Oh, Did you just yeah. say that? Do you want to – yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right here. It's a, have you and Amy ever – because she has one – I don't know if hers is active.
1: I believe it's active. Um but yeah, I this is this year and last year are the oh first years in 10 years that I have not gone every year. I used to go every single May. I'd make a pilgrimage because in May it's homecoming in Pigeon in Pigeon Forge. Yeah. And so the city of Pigeon Forge has a parade and Dolly Parton has been the grand marshal of that parade for the last 30 years.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So it's You go and you go and you see her in the parade, but then they also have special events in the park, right? And she also does mini parades in the park, and she also does press days. So you can see her up to nine times or ten times in the park, and then go and see her in a parade. Okay. So me and my friend Coach, um, who's one of my best friends in the entire universe, and my partner in all things insanely Dolly, we both have the same sickness. uh, You're on board very much I can call him I can call him right now and be like um Dolly Parton's in Minnesota and she's doing a private show for 400 people and I just got tickets do you want to go and he'd be like are you fucking kidding me right now right now I'm buying a plane ticket he'd he'd go um but yeah, the, this, it's nuts. It's crazy. She so can go and have this whole Dolly Parton weekend. Right. So she came and joined us for one of these weekends mm-hmm. where we went and I was like, hey, we're all gonna be there. We're there for, I always book comedy around it because it's a great place to do comedy as well. Oh, excellent. That's how like I busted into like the Tennessee sort of southern scene was because sure. they were like, You're here all the time. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm coming to see Dolly Parton. And they <laughs> love me because they're like, You love Dolly Parton, like you get the South. And I am yeah, like, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, I yeah. fucking Love it here. It's yeah. amazing. I will it's buy a house great. in Tennessee. Um, so yeah, I go every single year. But she stopped being um, the grand marshal of the parade last year. She okay. officially retired. I think it was just too much for her to do.
0: Right. It was. It's a. It's a big weekend. If yeah. she's got to do nine things. Yeah, and she's so, also like developing like twenty
1: million things right now. Right. She's, she's probably so still much
0: goes to the parade. She oh yeah, she's still. Like she's still on park. Yeah,
1: but she just doesn't do the big city parade.
0: Oh, good. She's like,
1: it's too big of a rush, and honestly, for us, it is too because the on park parade is usually around four thirty five, and then the city parade starts at six thirty. Oh my god! So you got to get out of the park, you got to go, you got to find another place to park your car, and then you got to go find a park on the midway, yeah, a place to stand, right? And. I am, like I said, a crazy person. So I need to find the right place on the midway at the very start of the parade so I can get adequate pictures of her. And then we follow and sort of run adjacent to her float Mm -hmm. all the way down to the (laughs) end of the parade because she stops. And sometimes she stops and talks and does different things. And I don't want to not be in front of her while she's talking because then I'll (laughs) cry and be sad um, because I'm psychotic. If you miss out. Yes. And ask – I mean, there's footage of like – I've had a couple friends that are like, I just want to come and watch you at Dollywood. And I'm like, come on. It's going to be a different – I'm a different person there. You're going to see a whole different side
0: of me. It's a happiness that's coming out of you and a joy that is is really, really great.
1: It's the only thing that really brings me that exact word, genuine, true joy, where I feel limitless. I feel like I can achieve anything. I feel full of just joy, genuine joy. And it's just from – admiration. It's just the energy that emits from her. It's the energy of when you're there of seeing all of these people that have the same visceral reaction. Yeah, And it's such a random group of people that I'm like... I I would never talk to this person. Right, right. But we're right here and all I want to do is just give him a hug and hold hands and let's just run after her. Let's go. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I don't want to hurt her or do anything crazy. No, no. No, no. But it's just like I do want to bask in the presence of her greatness as much as I possibly can for as long as I can. Right. Because I feel like it's just such a, a unique thing. And she's so willing to share it. Right. And that seems to be one of her core missions is I want you to be just as happy with yourself as I am with myself, I want you to achieve just as much joy in your life as I've brought into my life. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, that's just a message I can get down with. And I'm such a that's cynical a- person overall, so for me, it's like this beautiful escape where I it can allow re- myself to be feel free. the well. You exactly. know, exactly.
0: You're just like, oh, there is good things, there is joy, there is people who support other yeah. people, and and all this. You know, that's interesting because, I mean, one of the things is is about gender and about about being a woman and and having this you know cuz she's very much a girly girl, oh, right? 100%. And is on board. She would yeah. like to sparkle. Yes. And um she uh enjoys her boobs yeah. and they are out there so that you can look at them. Yep. And um but she is also not going to take your shit
1: at all in in any capacity.
0: Yeah, which is um I mean, diametrically opposed, you know, because I literally, it was always perceived not as a weakness, but probably as a weakness, but like, sort of like if you were a frilly girly girl, you were kind of a doormat. And, um, and she's, I mean, I wouldn't, even when I knew nothing about her, I would not describe her as a doormat. Um, So that's so she's still touring and performing and yes. showing up at dollywood and all these things here's what i learned after the amy thing that did not come up was she donates books
1: Oh, she has a whole philanthropic effort that is phenomenal. She has something that she has, it's a nonprofit organization that she came up with that is called the Imagination Library. Okay. The Imagination Library is sponsored by the Dolly Parton Foundation, which is an actual thing. Mm-hmm. She has several charitable arms. She also has something that's called My People, which is a movement um, and also a fund that she generated after all of the fires that were going on down there. Dollywood almost burnt down. Oh, all wow. the Appalachians, like three years ago, went on fire. Oh, wow. So she donated a million dollars to. Families in that immediate area, and was basically giving them stipends every single week so that families could get themselves back on their feet. So the Dolly Parton oh, Foundation. She,
0: wait, she sent it out in weekly checks, kind yes. of thing. Like a person who's yes. thought this through. Yes, we're not going to give you fifty grants like six months better from than now. FEMA.
1: Yeah, where she was like every family for the next better six than weeks will get fifteen hundred dollars a week or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. So I made a big donation because I was like, I know where it's going like mm-hmm. go please help these people it's not just right. going to a weird red cross bucket that's like getting it slopped onto a sidewalk at some <laughs> shitty you know right. place that, right. you know well, everybody come and get your diapers you know
0: <laughs> right and and the thing is is a lot of those the the nonprofits like i used to work in nonprofits and there's there's a, a lot of administration yep. costs and and that's fine uh because those people are at work yeah uh, they need to be paid yeah uh, and i'm completely on board but if you have Enough money, which is clearly what is happening here, you could actually do some real good. Yeah. Where where everyone's making a decent living in in nonprofits, which by the way, most people are not. Right. Usually just the development director yeah. is making good, <laughs> some enough good money. Yeah. And like like usual, the CEO is making a pretty good living. And then um and sometimes a ridiculous living. But for the most part, just a good living, but yeah. um, but like all the every, everybody underneath them, you know, administrative assistants and, and they all work mucks. for pennies, right? Everybody just wants to be part of the solution, and but but if if you can or if you have enough money, and Dolly Parton does, where you can somehow put that machinery to work, where you're like, how many people live there? What is it, sixteen thousand people? And they yeah. all need fifteen hundred dollars a day. I can figure mo- this out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a calculator.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and she has the foundation and the organization set up to do it. Right. You know, and so right. and she's built in. I mean, she is embedded into that community. I mean, she and it's it's like a whole area. That she's taking care of and it's because she's also one of the primary business owners there so it's Hollywood. yeah well and it's more than that we'll go through all of her businesses there's a ton of them
0: you're at 30 minutes okay start talking faster gotcha Uh,
1: (laughs) but yeah but she gives out these books you know what i mean kids basically between the ages of of zero and five get a book every week i think it is or every month right for the entirety of that time and it's global okay oh global it's global now she has expanded it so okay. an amazing thing, but her Dolly Parton Foundation, like if you donate to that in certain levels, there's also she does a really good job of giving you access and rewards to right. special engagements with her and and various different it's a little things. Patreon, yeah, yeah oh, exactly, which is nice. Yeah. But no, in Pigeon Forge and in um, you know, which is south of Knoxville. Basically, mm-hmm. Pigeon Forge is about an hour ish south of Knoxville, southeast of Knoxville, mm-hmm. and then um, that is where. Gatlinburg is, is another city that's right there. And that Gatlinburg plus Pigeon Forge in Tennessee yeah. is very much a tourist area. I describe it as visually Gatlinburg in, in particular and, and Pigeon Forge even more so now look like a weird combination of like Fisherman's Wharf and like Tijuana. So like a lot of like... Um, Ripley's, believe it or not, horror house. Oh. Uh, jungle ride. <laughs> like, uh, drive these oh, go karts. Like, the Wisconsin Dells. Get this, yeah, okay. get this cotton candy. Like, oh, take some old timey photos. Yeah, oh, you want to. stupid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, okay. 900 shirts it's like kites that. Heights and fudge. Completely. Okay. So, that whole area is just. That that it is. It's Hillbilly Vegas. Right, right. The 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 term people call it. Oh, fair enough. So she has Dollywood there, which Mm -hmm. has been there for 35 plus years. Okay. Uh, Adjacent to Dollywood is a water park. Okay. It's called Splash Mountain, I think, or something like that. So those two together have been there for quite some time. Um, And they provide, I think, somewhere around 30,000 jobs.
0: Wow. And
1: she specializes – the special thing I love about Dollywood is Mm -hmm. that she has a focus on hiring seniors. Oh. So when you go to Dollywood – I'd say 50 to 60% of the staff is little old ladies Mm -hmm. and little gentlemen Mm -hmm. that are between 60 and 85 years old. Right. Uh, It's everything is slow as fuck. Um, Right. (laughs) But, and then there'll be like four goth teenagers and they'll just be like, I can't believe I have to work with Mabel and and Gracie again. They always slop the chili slow. You know what I mean? It's always a treat when you see a teenager. But like, it's just all these. So that's the other great thing is these people would never be hired anywhere else. And she has been like, no, I'm going to make sure that everybody who's old has a job.
0: And it's not union, probably.
1: I, I'm not sure. I
0: can't imagine. But uh, I mean, the thing is, is some things aren't union because they prov- they're they they're paid fair and right. they're already providing. I know that she's it's, like,
1: it's one of the best jobs to get down there.
0: Yeah. Is they have a huge job
1: fair and she provides health insurance, like all the things that normally you don't get, I know she right. gives them.
0: Right. She probably, I mean, it, it. here's a good way to have your business not get unionized is if you pay people fair and you give them yeah. the benefits that they yeah. would get that the, so they don't have to unionize. Correct. Yeah. And then don't sweat it. And
1: then you're fine. Yeah, yeah, then
0: then you don't have to create a separate uh industry of union industry. Exactly. Which, um I did a union episode of the Dark Forest and nice. <laughs> so I I and I've always been pro
1: union. My uh, my best friend mm-hmm. and the mother of my goddaughter, uh, her husband is a union organizer. So I get it. Every time I am it's like union it, it, talk constantly. It was Nato
0: Green. Oh, I know Nato. Yeah, I you know, know Nato. NATO well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was he was and it, it was great actually. And um but it's um cuz you're many uh cuz you're a San Francisco yeah. comic. Yeah. And as is he. So what is Dollywood? How how much does it cost for a normal person? Is it like universal? I think it's like 45 bucks for the day. Oh my gosh. It's 45 or
1: 50 bucks for the day. Okay. I mean, she has it really priced really reasonable because people are not poor there. I mean, are not rich there. People have a lot. And they also have a ton of kids there. Yeah. So they also do something where you can buy a family of of passes and put them on layaway leading up to the season okay so that you get and then she if you buy that like you get extra passes like she makes it really accessible and really affordable right for families that are there because so it's the you only go, thing to do there
0: right and so they have like their roller coasters and yeah, it's Whirls a
1: standard and, park yeah and it's themed with basically like Appalachian pride so there's like a whole like one side of it is there's little sections there just like oh yeah there's barbecue. there should be barbecue. there's <laughs> fresh that there, you can literally they are frying pork rinds fresh Oh my god, there's an uh, a blacksmith. <laughs> you can go and watch them. There's a make whole a iron, yeah, there's all they make all these iron crafts. There's glass blowing, there's a grist mill that grinds flowers, Oh, okay. Jams. I want to go. There's like there's a whole Craftsman Alley Village. Okay. And then they just opened this year which I haven't been to yet. I'm def- I'm going in August so I'll see it then. Something called Wildwood Grove, mm-hmm. which is a renovation of their children's area that used to be called Country Fair, which is a little you know out of date now. Mm-hmm. So she's turned mm-hmm. this into like uh, this big like technicolor, multi light up tree with like oh. phosphorescent butterflies and like it's all themed and like you know sort okay. of like mystical, but it's fantastical stuff. Cheesy. Yes, in beautiful campy ways.
0: Oh, right, right. No, yeah. No, yeah, But an embracement of Ops. embracement. Em- Everybody's yes. embr- <laughs> embracements of tackiness. <laughs> exactly. We're just going. Yes. That's what's happening. Yeah. We're not super rich, but uh, you know what we yeah. like sparkle shit. Yes, and yeah. uh, we want to see stuff that uh, that lights up. Yeah, and there's shows. I, there's I, singing
1: and dancing shows. Is there there's... a mirror
0: that I could buy that might have like a Jack Daniels symbol on it? oh um, wait are there are there possibly there's carnival there games? Game. oh yes there's, carnival car- games? there's a whole
1: carnival game section okay there are several gift shops
0: Oh, uh, oh, I imagine. several. I understand. Uh, Amy did tell me that there was a museum in there. Oh, yes. And it's the Chasing Rainbows stuff. Museum. Yes. And I've spent several. It's actually
1: part of my pilgrimage. I usually go in there by myself. Yeah. It's my little alone time. <laughs> uh, she also does her press events in there. Uh, I like to go through and see what's new every time I'm there because I have Very it nice. sort of memorized. So I'll go through. There's a little um, recreation of what her church growing up looked like. So there's a little pew and it's her dedication area to Porter Aww. Wagner and I usually go there and cry a little bit every time because it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I like a good cry. It's a nice cleansing cry. Sure. It's one of my things I go in and there's a picture that I always take a picture of myself next to a picture of her which is a, an outtake from um, the images that were used for the Heartbreaker album that she okay. has which is gorgeous. Was like this like pastel pink like she just looks like This weird pastel angel and she's got this tight, cropped fro. It's gorgeous. Awesome. So I stand next to that and I do that. And then I go in my Porter Wagner corner and then I walk around the museum. Two Mm -hmm. stories, top and bottom. Wow. It's a whole thing. And they actually redid. I remember the first three years ago I went and I was heartbroken because when you walked in, it used to have the walls were decoupaged with rippings out of her hand planner. She writes everything by hand. Dolly Parton does not email. Dolly Parton does not have a digital calendar. Dolly Parton does not have a cell – she has cell phones around her, but she does not have a cell phone. Right. She still records and melodies into cassette tapes and then gives them to someone who figures out how to put it onto a CD and who figures out how to, like, do stuff in an old studio. But the walls had, like – pages of her handwritten scrawl and pencil notes between her and judy that had been shellacked yeah like shellacked into the walls so it was this amazing history they had pages from her tour diaries from the 80s that were like what did they do with it i don't know and i want to know jackie honestly the whole time i was why would they take that because they made they put up new pictures of new pictures and new
0: frame things but take that down that's fine yeah put that somewhere that's a whole new – Exactly. you know what that could be? That could be a separate building. It could be my new with, bathroom, Jackie. That's what it could be. <laughs> Why don't you make that into wallpaper? You're leaving money on the exactly, table. Exactly, Dolly. Dolly.
1: I mean, because I do have a Dolly Parton-themed bathroom. I have for the last oh, eight years. Yeah. it's I have – it started becoming a problem where I was like, I need to condense this into <laughs> like a space <laughs> so that people don't think I'm a complete weirdo. Um, So it's in my private no. bathroom and then people come in and they're like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like – "Yeah." Well, it's light. I don't know uh, people use this Here's how it happened.
0: I walk into Amy Miller's apartment. There is a poster about the size of this poster of Bolly, oh, yes, Dolly Parton. Yes. And I was like, do you know Dolly Parton? And she goes, what? And I said, why do you have a giant poster oh, of Dolly I have and she said, so many. <laughs> and I said, you know I have a podcast called The Dork Forest. Yeah. And, then, and then it began. Yeah, so, so many. So Dolly Parton has um, – so she's a helper.
1: Yeah, I mean, in addition to the, the water park, the uh, amusement park, and yeah. the hotel, okay. which she just recently did, which is all they're all adjacent good together. Idea. In downtown Pigeon Forge, she also has four other businesses. Okay. She has two separate dinner theaters.
0: Oh, interesting. Um,
1: that are all like kind of uh, medieval timesy, Oh, but not medieval times. So one of them is like lumberjacks throwing axes at each other. Oh, that's good times. And doing shit. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I don't understand. Another why. one is pirate themed. Which I don't know why she has anything to do with pirates, but whatever. I don't care. I don't ask uh, questions. Because
0: it's the greatest white trash moment in the world where you're just I, like – Because I used to do a joke about how uh, we're going to invent uh, time machines and that's how we're all going to die. Because we're going to go, I wonder what real pirates were like. Yeah, And then you go and back
1: there and then they just stab you. you and they, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they take your stuff. Yeah, they're
1: like, I live inside your stomach.
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using you to stir I heard there's things. vitamin
1: C in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard you I don't of the, want scurvy. I heard in the future you can prevent this <laughs> terrible disease, which I'm dissolving from.
0: Um, hey, you guys, uh, Lydia Popovich, that's who I'm talking with. And it's at Hater Tuesday on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Yes, is uh, the, the website. And um, this, is, this is awesome. So she's got, uh, yeah, I got to go. Yeah, uh, it's you, you.
1: You you absolutely have to because it I'm does gonna, sound. I, I mean, I'd
0: like to go before she passes. You have Hopefully to. Hopefully, she's going to live. We don't talk about that, by the way, Jackie. Oh, pardon me. Is it like Macbeth? I'm yes. so sorry. We do not talk about it.
1: <laughs> Every once in a while, ever since Prince died, I'm way more sensitive about it because okay. I never thought that was going to happen. And when the morning I woke up and Prince was dead, which is probably the only other person besides Dolly Parton that I'm obsessed with musically, okay, I had a, it was a real, it was a real situation. Yeah, yeah. I can't even. I can't even talk about it. I can't even okay. think about it. Fair it enough. Is just, Fair it enough. Is,
0: uh, what about Bowie? You
1: okay? That uh, was rough, but I was okay. Okay. I, okay. I know some
0: people had some sad Bowie days. I
1: totally get it and see yeah, it. No, I totally get it. I get it.
0: Right. I'd had it with I that. love David Alan Bowie. Alan Rickman. I huh? had, the, I had the, exactly. a, a, an Alan
1: Rickman yes. problem. Yes. <laughs> we all have somebody that's just that, that tender, sweet little spot right. for and us. You're like,
0: we don't know each other, but we know each other. Yeah. He knows I me. love you. I'm so I think you're great. Anyway. Although so. I am convinced
1: that I think Dolly Park I and mean, I've told this to Amy too, I'm pretty sure she's she recognizes me. She might because of the amount it- of times and number of years that I've been there and been adjacent and the I running? definitely know the running, yeah, I absolutely know that her staff knows me, okay, that is a fucking fact, yeah, because Amy and I actually went uh last year right. to the um, James Corden show. Okay. Our friend Ian Carmel was very nice. Uh, oh, she yeah. was performing on that show and he was very, very nice to – Get Let take- us be his guests. Oh, so we got to that go. Was perfect, and be in like the green room and like beforehand. And that's where I realized the difference between Amy and I's level of obsession. Where Amy wanted to be very respectful and didn't want to go anywhere near the dressing room and was not open <laughs> at all in any way, shape, or form to knocking on the door or possibly saying hello. Oh, um, wherein mm. I got there and I re- immediately was like, "She's not here." And she's like, "How do you know?" And I'm like, "Because I can. I know. Number one, I can. I know what she smells. She's not here. <laughs> I can tell you. The door is still open, and I don't see." um, you know, her nephew, Brian, who is her staff. And then I saw Brian come in and I was like, she's here. And then I saw her like (laughs) private stylist. And I was like, Steve's here. She's here. (laughs) And then she walked in and I was like, oh my God. And the door's open for time. And I was like, ready. And she like grabbed, she's like, Lydia, you can't go over there. And I was like, why? And she was like, don't ruin our chances to get five minutes on this late night show. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. And Amy was like, Amy was like, we can't possibly – She's like, I don't want to risk any – I don't want to be like, oh, is this the crazy girl that bothered Dolly Parton when we were here? And I was willing to throw it all the fuck away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's – we're different. We're fundamentally different people. I was like, right. I don't need – I will fucking fuck through the show. Right. If it involves me having an interaction with Dolly Parton in this intimate of a setting, Yeah, totally fine. Have you Absolutely ever – is
0: there a VIP where you can get a picture with her?
1: I've done that. I've You've, met
0: her. You have done that? Yes. You have met her? I have met her. Interesting. When was that? Met when was I that? met
1: her on October 1st, 2016. Thank
0: you. Oh, 2016. Yes. Just three years Just ago? Just three years ago,
1: yes. Oh, it was, it had to happen.
0: It. Yeah. Uh, it was... Expensive?
1: Very expensive. Okay. It was a treat to myself. It was a right. birthday present. There you go. Well... It was three days after my birthday, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull the trigger on this, because I had already had four almost happens where I would Worked some back channels. I have some connections right. in several areas. And
0: well, 30 years later, you yeah. would. Uh, the exactly. fact that you know that Steve is her stylist. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I had a really funny moment. Two weeks ago, I was going to do a set at Hamburger Mary's. And yeah. It was like a 10 p.m. set after the drag show there. And so yeah. I'm on Instagram and I'm like scrolling through my phone. I follow him on Instagram because he's amazing. And Steve? Yes. Oh, great. Steve Summers. Fantastic. Excellent. So note I'm, to self. Uh, following Steve Summers and I look and I notice it's a picture of Steve Summers and he's in Hamburger Mary's.
0: And I was like, "What?"
1: and I looked at it and it was like 915. And I was like, please be there when I'm there. Please be there when I'm there. Please, I will do all my Dolly Parton material (laughs) to your face. Because that's one of my dream jobs is like, I want to write her tour banter. Okay, I would love
0: I would give up everything if she's like, how many times have you seen her perform?
1: I think upwards
0: of 35. Okay. And is the banter? Does the banter change? A little bit. There's little always bit. there's new lines here. And there. St- yeah, but stock, yeah. right? But that's I why mean, I'm like, she needs
1: some. Like, I'm here for you. I'm here. Let's do I've this. Listen
0: to these songs. These I know. I, I know.
1: I know the words. I know what you like. <laughs> I got the voice.
0: You know. My ad. My ad. My ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, this is an ad for jewelry, and it's jewelry that's made out of recycled gold. Here's a scoop about Anna Luisa. First of all, um, you get. Let's see. Uh do up. God dang it. Uh, my ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, this is an ad for a jewelry brand called Ana Luisa. And Ana Luisa is amazing because they use hundred percent recycled gold in their products. And so I ordered some. So if you go to www.analuisa.com slash dorkforest, and they will know that you have come from the dork forest. But Anna Luisa is spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. So here's the thing. It takes, I I just learned this, and this is one of the reasons I picked them, is it takes 20 tons, it takes 20 tons, It takes 20 tons of earth mining to produce a single ring of gold. That's why brands refuse to tell you where their gold is from. And that's why they, Ana Luisa, uses 100% recycled gold in their products. I ordered some basic hoop earrings. Very simple. They have all different sizes of hoop earrings. I like a mid-sized. My sister likes a tiny. Uh, Big brands will charge you 10 times the cost of productions and Ana Luisa can I- eliminate the retail markup, keeping the prices as fair and accessible as possible. They have all different, very unique kind of styles. There was a a hex. There was a a, a hexagram uh, necklace that I really liked. That I because I thought of D and D anyway. Uh, cheap breakable jewelry is rarely recycled, and it's a huge waste. So Ana Luisa, the products they come from the same jewelers as Tiffany's and Louis Louis Vuitton. Am I pronouncing that right? Uh, and they give out a, a one year warranty on every product that's how confident they are. so I've been wearing these earrings for a week and a half, and they are awesome, and they're just a simple hoop earring, so they're they're just they go with everything. they go with jeans if I dress up, they go with dresses, and I would love you to look at their stuff. You should definitely look at their stuff. A N A L U I S A dot com. com slash Dork Forest. And you will like it. I promise you. Because it's all really pretty. Some of it's delicate, some of it's um bigger. And um it's just a great company. So take a look at them. And let's get back into the show. What's what's her the funniest line that you've heard her? Ever One of say. my favorites, and it's yeah. not even
1: the funny, it's just my favorites, and I'll tell you the last funny thing that I heard her say is she does this thing every once in a while when she's performing and she's talking, people get quiet, right? Yeah. You know, everybody's listening to hear what she's going to say. And mm-hmm. Without a doubt, someone will be like, woo, you know, yeah. like the lone woo. And she'll be like, now, Jed, I told you to wait in the truck. And it's, it's the <laughs> it cheesiest. It kills every time. Every time. Every time, including me. I know that it's not real. You know every, it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> every single time gets me. Uh I just saw her in February. Uh, She was... The Grammy uh, Awards, the the Grammy basically has an organization called Music Cares, okay. which provides phenomenal services to musicians who, much like comedians, don't have health insurance. Oh,
0: right, right. And then they uh, get old.
1: And they get old. And also, much like comedians, have drug and alcohol problems. Right. So a lot of the work that Music Care does is providing rehab services and, you know, resources for musicians who are either in the height of their career or in the twilight of their career. Right, right. Opportunities and ways to be healthy Mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. So it's a great organization. And every year they choose a person of the year. And it's usually a icon of a musician, and then they hold an entire event and a gala where they have a sit-down dinner and a silent auction, and then they loud this person and their their career, and they have all other musicians come and do versions of their songs, and then that person performs at the end of the night as well. Okay. And it's a very hot ticket. Uh, It's very expensive. You can't even buy tickets unless you know somebody. Oh, wow. Um, I know people, so I got in. You went in. So I went, Um, and it was incredible, and I got to do my favorite thing, which is dress- To the nines. I got to wear a fucking full gown, full face of makeup, hair, the whole thing. And see Dolly Parton, how I love to see Dolly Parton, which is in my full glam and her full glam. Yeah. With my best friend in his Gucci suit. We looked amazing. It was incredible. (laughs) Um, But she came up at the end, you know, after everyone's performing and there's all these amazing musicians performing, you know, good and bad versions of her songs. Yeah. And by bad, I mean versions that I didn't agree with. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, she came up at the end of the night and she was like, you know, I'm pretty famous for two things. Pause. Uh Uh-uh. Not those two things from my songwriting and my banter or something. like that. It was like, so, just it was so, I just love, she's so tongue and cheek. She's very aware of her imagery and, and right. what she is, but right. it was, she's always funny. I just love listening. To, I mean, she truthfully doesn't need a tour banter writer. She does no. not need my help. She's no. fine just on her own.
0: She is. Uh, yeah. She's nailing it. It turns out.
1: But I would love, I'd love to see it. Right. You, know? you just want
0: to be friends with her. I, I do. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. You, you, Honestly, you would just like to have coffee with her. Yep. Even every six weeks. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great, just to check in. I have friends. I only get to see them once every couple of years. Honestly,
1: there was a period in time where I was seeing her more regularly than my family, <laughs> uh, which is a real thing. And I know my mom got it, but I'm sure my mom was like, so you can fly across the country, but not to the Bay Area? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, "Interesting." well, you're also not Dolly Parton. Like, yeah, yes, you're I, miraculous I and you gave me life. Um, right, but she beautiful. literally is continuing me wanting to live. So right. I need to pay homage and both directions
0: yes she's i mean the thing is is if if i don't think she's a bad person to to base sort of like i don't think so well you wouldn't but uh but coming from me Mm -hmm. it's a but you think about like role models and people like that because you know it's interesting because she's not she feels like okay so from the outside she's like well you're like well, she's kind of a church going Christian. Mm-hmm. Is she super judgmental? That's right. what you wonder. You yeah, know? of course. And uh, and is she gonna be a jack? And the thing is, is you know, like there's there's always like these these iconic women performers that the male gay community like embraces. And um, and that's true of her too, right? I yeah. mean, she has a big gay male following, right? And um, but is she cool? Like, what's her jam? She's
1: super cool. I mean, I think the best example of her coolness that I can provide you, which also is really indicative of how she deals with the dichotomy that she presents, right? Yeah. Where she does exactly that. Where she has not alienated the Southern Christian morality. At all. And totally is a gay icon. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? And she plays that tongue in cheek where she's super girly and super feminine, has huge tits, but then she's also a boss. Yeah. On, um, I think it's Blue Smoke, which is the last album that she came out. I think it's on that one. I can't remember if it's that one or the one, the album before that. But she w- did a cover of, she always does one cover song on each album. Does she? Yes. The last one she, cover song that she did was Lay Your Hands on Me by Bon Jovi. Oh, really? However, she very cleverly turned it into a gospel song. Oh. So it sounds like it's about Jesus <laughs> laying his hands on you. And it took me four listens before I was like, is this fucking Bon Jovi song? And I had to look it up because like, I'm not listening to Bon Jovi every week. And then yes. I was like, this is the fucking Bon Jovi song about, la- about doing it. Yeah. She took a
0: song about doing it and made it into a gospel song. Yes, about well, Jesus. And it works. And if you think about it, who doesn't want to sleep with the Jesus?
1: Who does? He's hot. He's, He's hot.
0: ripped like Jesus. You know that's what I mean? That's an old Greg Barron uh, line. He can make wine and bread, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, out of nothing. He's got dinner on the table. It's amazing. Fry it up in a pan. Yeah. That guy's on
1: board. But I think that's a perfect example of like, she's super aware. Right. And she knows how to do
0: that. And I think... And there's Not a, a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people, because I forget. We if won't it was allow Amy. people to do that, right? You have to make people be okay with the fact that you're a whole person. Yeah, and she is very much a whole person. Well, and she is, and
1: that's the thing too. Is a lot of people associate her with probably ten songs. Right? Yeah, these very upbeat, very poppy, you know, very iconic numbers. But people don't realize the depth and breadth of her catalog and the music that I love the most of hers is yeah. the darkest. She has written some of the darkest songs. Will you songs? make me
0: an eight-track eight Spotify track list? Oh, I
1: absolutely will. Okay. And it's going to be all songs you've never heard before. Thank God. Like uh, 100s. And that's it's going to be songs to only achieve. if you promise to listen to the words. Okay. I'll do, I'll do that. I'll even, I'll even follow along. Yeah. I'll like type the... It's going to have two songs about dead babies. Oh, my God. Uh, have you ever heard... It's going to have one song about burning an orphanage down oh my god these are real things that she and, wrote about in like 1969 and are they hopefully against yeah, yeah no one of yeah they're they're great they're liberation <laughs> songs for okay. sure she also has a song about people uh, like um, a conversation with an inmate who killed his wife
0: oh my god it's there's she's this bitch can write a fucking song is yeah, all yeah. I'm saying what about, um, Harry Chapin wrote a song about the last minute of a baby's life, starving to death. I love it. And, uh. just
1: just right up my alley. I love weird, dark shit like that. And I, like, I remember in college,
0: this? I would just sit there and listen to it and my roommate would come in and she'd go like. You're listening to that Harry Chapin album again, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, sometimes when I get depressed, I like to listen to to Harry Chapin because nobody's more depressed than Harry (laughs) Chapin. (laughs) Cats in the cradle, man. You got to get in it. (laughs) He never got to play catch with his dad. So sad. (laughs) Yeah. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, um, I will absolutely make it. I love that. I okay. would love to yeah. do that. And it's just, it's got to be, it's, it's it has to be finite.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think eight is perfect. I think eight is perfect. Because it has to, it, there's nothing worse mm-hmm. than someone who's obsessive about something giving you like a 900. Thing. You're like, what?
0: guy come Murray, on. Murray just, Valeriana too sent much. me 102 U2 songs. That's too much. I didn't listen to any. Nobody needs two U2 songs. That's uh, too many. He <laughs> loves U2 and I was like I will listen to some U2 because yeah. all I knew was Sunday Bloody Sunday.
1: Although I will say phenomenal live band.
0: Oh yeah. just Phenomenal see live. live band. He's seen them a bajillion times live. I had he never seen
1: them. them live and I went and saw them two years ago at the Rose Bowl. Uh, driving in and out of that place was a goddamn nightmare. Oh uh, yeah.
0: But Rose Bowl is the worst. Incredible show episode a couple times, uh, a couple episodes ago. My friend Ebony was on talking Beyonce. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, she, that was a nightmare too. She, she tried to go see Beyonce. She went and saw Beyonce at the Rose Bowl, and then said, "I will never go to the Rose Bowl again." Yeah. And then flew to Philadelphia to see Beyonce. Yeah. Instead of going to the Rose, the Rose Bowl. was
1: a nightmare. Marcella and I went with two <laughs> other friends, uh, and it took us an hour and thirty five minutes to park the car, and then it took us an hour and forty five minutes to get. To her house in Highland Park.
0: Yeah, that's insane. It was crazy. Uh, She, uh, brilliant Marcella Arguello, correct? Mm -hmm. Am I doing it right? Arguello. Arguello. There we go. Uh, So Marcella was on this program. Oh, nice. Speaking of Kanye West.
1: Ah, that makes sense. I was going to say, what did she talk about? Kanye makes sense.
0: Last episode that I taped also this day uh, was about the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And Jeffrey Baldinger Uh was talking about how John Lennon was essentially Kanye West. Oh, interesting! In the fact that he would say, "I believe this thing right now."
1: Yes, he was very, very emotional. And he lived unapologetic, in the moment, yes. unapologetically
0: in the moment, and then tomorrow he may not agree with what yeah. he said yesterday because. Uh, and he was like, "It's because John Lennon is kind of a narcissistic jackass, kind of, and uh, yeah, as is Kanye West. Oh, kind of, yeah, again, yeah, both full." full on madmen yeah of self absorption and uh and and very successful. Which is like you kind of need that to be right a superstar. Right. You have to believe that you're the better
1: than the best and the best and the best.
0: Right. Well and then we were breaking down essentially the Beatles uh and talking about Paul McCartney's because the thing is is we spoke of their flaws. Does uh, Dolly that's... Parton have any? I mean, sure. Everybody's got flaws. Yeah, yeah. She's a whole person. She's a whole person. I mean,
1: I think some of the flaws are that, you know, she doesn't sing all of her show live anymore. I understand why.
0: She's 74. She's
1: 70 fucking two years old, 73 years old. Yeah. Uh, She's been singing forever. I want her to still be able to sing later and sing on recordings. Yeah. So like, I get it.
0: So what does she do? Just play the songs again? She does
1: TV tracks just like most of us. You know what I mean? That go out there and perform and, and sing and do stuff. So it's basically backing tracks. Oh, okay. So she'll fill in the ad libs. But she's lip syncing for half of Beyonce does that shit. Anybody who is a major performer.
0: Oh, and has to singing, do 120 shows yeah, a year.
1: Is singing 50% at best of their show. Okay. That is one of the myths I would love to like start. People get really, oh, she's not even singing. Nope. Nobody does. Nobody does. Your is. favorite
0: rapper isn't
1: rapping in
0: real life. So Millie Vanilli, not the villains that we made them. Well, there's a difference
1: between <laughs> rapping over the own song, your own recordings of your songs and okay. moving your mouth to someone else. Millie Vanilli did not even record their – it was not their voices on those tracks. Oh, really? Yes.
0: Okay. All Where, of, yeah. What I have is I have a third of the information, yes. and so I'd like to perpetuate yeah, that yeah. They, myth.
1: They did not we're even debunked. record the songs that they were re- – lip syncing too. Oh, wow. That is a terrible, (laughs) but any other major performer, especially in a stadium situation.
0: Yeah. So you wish she was singing.
1: I wish she was, which means I wish it was 1970. You know what I mean? Right. That's nobody does that.
0: Right. When she was 30, it would have been fine. Yeah. And
1: other flaws would be the very first time I went to Dollywood, which was in 2007, 2008. Okay. uh, I went there and I will just say this. Um, it was during a program which they call the Festival of Nations, okay. which they still currently have. Okay. Um, it's gotten better. But okay. when I went, uh, it was not the most um, politically correct. Racially sensitive. Yeah. It was not racially sensitive. It was, you know, the way that they were celebrating culture. Uh, let me well, just, say just say go- this, Jackie. Oh,
0: good for you for being... Uh, worse. Uh-oh. Worse. Uh,
1: they had little booths, little like booths set up. Uh-huh. Um... With with stuff, Mm -hmm. so like there was like a Mexico one, and there would be like little cutout like cartoon childrens that were like wearing serapes and like Mexican hats, and then you could go and buy your own serape or your own hat to wear around. Mm -hmm. Then they had like a like Asian, and it was a very generic Asian, like it was like (laughs) like is it Thai? Is it Chinese? it was just like you've got slanted eyes, right? And then they sold like like all different rice patty hats with like
0: the ducktail braid Uh down the back, the braid, the braid. You know, I was in Vietnam, Um, they sold those cone hats uh, at the tourist places, and we all just looked at each other, of the 14 people on our, and uh, every single one of us, by the way, Whitey Magoos, on this old people tour I went to Vietnam, and we all looked at each other and we're like, nope. Yeah. Uh, Good, good. This has been vilified. We cannot uh, even... Even though I need a hat, I can't do this. I can't do I'm that not hat. I'm going to be this white person in this yeah. hat. I need to find oh. something of a sensible, breathing sweat. Impossible. <laughs> just fabric. a baseball cap. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. I found one on Gore Wat. Yeah. It was nice.
1: So, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a journey of like, uh, mm. and I'm Mexican and Russian, so they yeah. had like the little Mexican one, and then I ran into like a Russian version. And I just was <laughs> like, if this isn't a cartoon amalgamation of my life, <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, and then like some of the food stations, like the food restaurants were like, had like a Mexican station and it was just like worse than Taco Bell, you know? Right. Now they still do Festival of Nations, but they have 100% fixed it. Okay, Yeah. Where it's like-, like, it's a message of unity. It's a message of peace. It's, it's right. not like singular pointing out of like, hey, this, where they'll have like dance crews, you know what I mean? Where they'll be yeah. like, oh, well, there's Polynesian dancers today and there's this, you know what I mean? So it's a right. little bit more bite-sized tastes of culture without was weird. the weird.
0: We had this thing called, when I was in high school, this could end poorly, mm. telling this tale, but what the okay. hell? Let's go it for called it. the it's called the Persian Market. The uh, Persian Market was, essentially, it would take all the different, y- you could have... Uh, everybody had a different food stand uh-huh. and it was all the different ethnicities of South Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Okay, which means that there was both a Polish stand and a German stand, you guys. And, uh, but there was also an Armenian stand because we had an Armenian church and my people and, uh, but I think that they, then they just sort of like pulled stuff out of the woodwork. They're like, we can't just have pierogies. We and, got, we, gotta we, gotta we got to diverse, we got diverse. Right. And it's just, it. We're just gonna have to have a Mexican stand, and we're gonna have to have and so they and the Persian market itself, like my stepmother belly danced, and my uh. stepmother was polish Italian ancestry. she couldn't have been whiter and um but they they did uh, belly dancing and she took belly dancing. it was a very popular thing in the seventies as an exercise it thing, was sort of like uh, whatever and um but it actually was more sensitive than it 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 was not it wasn't a nightmare which i was i was well, at I, least I used that to it's, look just, back it's like food it. it's just food and we're which all is just a little trying. bit more accessible and it's like hey try this thing you've never had right it's like they're like look there's mexican dumplings it's everybody has dumplings yeah, everybody's
1: got something wrapped in bread with meat yeah, inside yeah. yeah
0: have a hand sandwich <laughs> yes, <exactly>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh, uh have you ever had that uh puerto rican uh, potato with meat in the middle croquette uh but I think it's called Riano. It's called like a Papa Riano or a. Uh, I've had a, the Cuban like the like the Cuban, a Cuban version one? of one. Okay,
1: I mean, every a lot all of those cultures like yeah. croquettes, croquetas. Like there's everybody has little that. weird
0: where, where potato they deep with meat. fried a, yeah. p- a potato, yes. a, a mashed potato with some meat in the yes. middle of it. Delicious. It's, uh, delicious. Oh, it's They're doing the Lord's work right there. 100%
1: phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All you want to do is be like, how many more sauces can I put on this and how many more can I fit in
0: my mouth? There's a place right by my house that, because uh, Porto's over in Burbank yeah. is real proud of theirs. Uh, I don't like Porto's. Yeah. Uh, there's nowhere to park. Anyway, there's also nowhere to park by the place by my house, Ay Papa Querico. I was going to say, is it Ay Papa Querico? Yes. I
1: was sitting waiting for the light to change and I just uh, that's the best name and I I could not stop saying I wanted to ask you if it's delicious because I might stop there and grab a snack
0: you would be correct okay? because Uh, Here's the thing about Ipapake Rico. It used to be a check cashing place, and then he put a grill in the corner, and now he Stop already? Sold. I don't even need to know anymore. All I need to know is they wonch cats checks, and we're like, (laughs) you people are hungry. Let's get a grill in here stat. Stat. And now he owns half the block. Amazing. The place is half the block. Amazing. And uh, they've got those croquette things, and you should definitely either try that. The chicken's outstanding. They do a rotisserie chicken or a, 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 a grilled chicken that mm, oh that's delicious uh, it's delicious my language what's happened here is uh we've devolved
1: into food because we're two fat ladies who love food i mean i don't know if you identify a fat lady i identify i'm a fat lady who likes food?
0: I uh, Jackie is, sure. a,
1: is a is a gorgeous woman who's seated across from me, who, who also, also enjoys loves
0: food. <laughs> uh, enjoys and, food, yeah. yeah. I need. Uh, I'd love to embrace more of this stuff, but uh, so far I'm just sitting like a man. Look it's at I'm me. A, I'm, I'm all, a big. I'm all
1: clenched over. This is great. I've never this felt is, better.
0: I've never felt uh, stronger about myself. Talking about, about Dolly Parton is a fantastic way to make you feel good about yourself. It is and. And you could embrace the sparkle thing. Here's the thing about Lydia Popovich. you brought me your I T-shirt. I did, which is the greatest seventies uh, uh, <sighs> vinyl. It says "Confident." I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear it forever. I'm Quite so honestly. happy to hear that. I, I was I was like,
1: is this going to be too much sparkle for Jackie? And I was like, I'm just going to no. bring it. If it isn't, she can find a good home for it. I'm if, very if proud of that If you hadn't already
0: shirt. been a comic of the week on Jackie and Laurie, because I'm going to wear it when I record Jackie and Laurie yes. tonight, and it's going to be on the, <laughs> the next picture. I love it. I love it. So uh, it's been an hour. Just see so you now.
1: Hey, this has been too long and too short.
0: It's Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm
1: always mindful of that because I could literally talk about Dolly Parton all day long. We've right. barely scratched the surface of her With, incredibleness. But this is usual. the thing. People should explore on their own. Yes. I uh, am known the- for preaching the gospel of Dolly. Mm-hmm. It is something I have turned several people. Yes. Uh, we, Amy and I, one night had Jackie Fabulous on the show and we were playing Dolly Parton and I believe in that night we single-handedly turned her into a Dolly Parton fan. Yeah. And I had a most beautiful moment where she leaned across she's like, I never even listened to like once more than one song with Dolly Parton. I just listened to a whole album and I was like, Jackie. Um,
0: yeah. This, Jackie Fabulous. Jackie,
1: this is, this is, but... 12 of 48 albums that she's (laughs) released. (laughs) You have so much more to go. And now yeah. she listens to it
0: all the time. That's great. Because now uh, Amy Miller turned me onto yeah, it. And, uh, and now I'm even more in. More and now work. I'm going to listen to eight Sad Sack songs. Actually, feel free to do six Sad Sack and two yeah, yeah. Uh, Something Fun.
1: Yeah, I'm going uh, to mix it up. I, I won't totally up. depress it. That'd but be I'm going to send you eight 8 you've never heard before.
0: Exactly. And what I will do, uh, somebody remind me on Twitter uh, to re- to s- yes. s- send the playlist out for sure. from Spotify so that we can all listen to and it. And then
1: everybody can have it and enjoy it. And then, yes. Jackie, next time you are... We're in knoxville next time you are in ash uh asheville that's the place asheville next time you're in nashville yeah look into dollywood i have it's been a day the... trip it's three hours from nashville okay. it's an hour from knoxville it's an hour and a half from Asheville. okay so if you got a day off i right? wouldn't suggest you do it on the same day that's crazy talk <laughs> and it's a day off that you don't want to <laughs> sleep at a hotel
0: maybe we get the hotel uh andy and i go for a yeah. long weekend maybe yeah. we just do the whole thing do it yeah it's amazing Which, uh i I I love going uh, sort of the the beginning of May. It's Uh, honestly perfect time. Because uh, it's coming on spring. Yeah. Kids aren't out of school. It's going to be fine.
1: Well, and she's historically there the first week of May.
0: Oh, well, maybe the second week of May so that we're not there when you uh, will knock me over. Yeah, when I uh, you'll see me running
1: <laughs> running past you with with rainbow str- streamers Yay! yelling out Dolly Parton's name.
0: Okay, Lydia Popovich, you guys see her stand up. Uh enjoy uh it's at hater tuesday and LydiaPopovich.com. Right. Thank you for doing the show. Thank you, Jackie, for having me. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around. My hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well what do you think of that?